Yazare. Miawizo. And welcome to another episode of Africa's Untold Stories, um, season four, episode one. Okay, so um, this season, if you have listened to the recap, which is on um, the podcast, yeah, mm. you'd uh, know what to expect from this season. We recap the previous season as well. So this season, we are going to one of the first episodes. It's this one, and we are going to talk about scripts. African scripts and I use the word scripts on purpose so I don't specifically narrow it down to writing scripts so mm. African scripts we'll find out why I'm saying scripts in general okay How we start yes mm. so um, now there is this um, or there was this there is actually still is this very funny idea that um, people had and still have especially westerners or white people in general i don't mean all white people think that way but there was this sort of prevailing idea of how civilization works right and Mm. it wasn't something along the lines of every civilization to qualify as a civilization at some point has a writing system Mm. and it was one of this whole thing that they used to look down on other um civilizations outside of africa who did not have writing systems like um you know us mm-hmm. or the south americans strangely enough when they met the mayans who had writing systems they burnt their books <laughs> and tablets and then still looked down on them yeah yeah it's yeah. Uh, the age of colonialism was weird anyway let's, let's not get into that now that's <laughs> <laughs> not that's not so uh the point i'm making is this um mm. writing has a very wide perception on how people see um communities and Mm. it's yeah it goes a very long way but then Mm. that begs the question then so what is the point of writing why 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 did writing develop in certain areas and it didn't develop in other areas Mm. is it simply because the people who ended up writing are smarter than the people who ended up not writing or is there something else to it of course we could do an entire episode on that but um no we wouldn't so instead the brief i'm going to give you is usually um writing is developed or adopted for certain reasons it's usually either religious or um something practical out of necessity like storage um Mm. in the the early cradles of civilization that's um the um now valley of the egyptians the mayans of um central central northern america the um the chinese of east asia the far east the sumerians of the middle east Mm. these people independently developed writing systems independently oh there's also the indus river valley civilization in um, pakistan india okay um Yes, and they all had reasons for which it stood the, the rising, uh, sorry, writing arose, mm. right? Um, yes, so the main, the main driving force behind writing arising is usually, like I mentioned, um, economic or religious, right? Mm. So, yes, in Africa, obviously, started with Egyptians. Everyone knows that because yeah. that's like one thing everyone knows about Africa that the Egyptians were really advanced. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, the Egyptians, yeah, <laughs> the Egyptians <laughs> developed what we today call the um, hieroglyphs. Um, 
and it initially developed out of a need for economic management such as bookkeeping mm. right mm-hmm. yes so that's one of the examples of why writing develops okay so in, in this case it was economic management kind of thing and um, mixed with a bit of religious necessities mm. um but then yes that's it uh yeah so, but um, I'm, I'm going to pause you right here and ask you to mention it the way our lord and savior obadili kambon would be proud of uh, for that's more of your thing but uh what is it again mid 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 nether mid yes yes I, I i'm glad know. i'm glad you have I'm not lost your way i'm very glad <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's proceed all right so um of course we can't cover every single writing system that has ever developed in africa because yeah. uh, believe it or not there is a crap ton of them although mm. most of them are actually fairly recent oh so that's the disappointment yeah there, okay. are, there aren't a lot of ancient but so we are going to so for this episode we are only going to talk about ones that have been around for a long time really old i mean um pre what do you call them pre white man (laughs) attacking thing yeah yeah um yeah okay okay so you've already mentioned the egyptian yes all right so um the Egyptian hieroglyphs had a bunch of descendants, right? Mm. So there is the hieroglyphs, then there's the Heratic, then there's the Demotic, then there's the Coptic. All four scripts are descendants of the Egyptian emerged out of hieroglyphs, which was from the ancient Egyptian civilization. So those four. But um, yeah, we have a thing in this podcast where we tend to um, swerve Egypt. <laughs> people have a lot of information on that already (laughs) so um instead i'm going to be focusing on other writing scripts that are less known but also predate western influence on the continent okay yeah the first of this is called tifnach tifnach is yeah tifnach is from um parts of western but it's more of a northern african thing if you have not listened to our episode on the uh Amazigh people i suggest you do mm. um yes for you i'm sure you remember of course of course the indigenous africans um west of egypt mm-hmm. all the way to the canary islands yeah so um yes those are the Amazigh. uh tifinach is a writing system that's indigenous to their land then there is the Meroitic writing script, um, okay. which seemed to have been inspired by um, it belonged. It belonged to the the Nubians of modern day Sudan. No, Sudan. not the Nubians of the Nubians who were in what is now Sudan. Sudan, okay. So, um, yes, yeah, Sudan and southern Egypt. Mm. So Sudan and southern Egypt. Yes, the the Nubians. They developed the Meroitic script. Um, okay. Meroitic script. Sorry. They were, of course, inspired by the, the neighbors um, Egyptian hieroglyphs. Mm. Yes, the neighbors up top. But yeah. this, these Nubians, I mean, the Nubians have existed in different phases. So these mm-hmm. Nubians I'm talking about are those um, around the time of the the, the Kanda case and um, just before the Kanda case. And then just... Um, and this 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 period I'm talking about ends around the time of the Kingdom of Meroe. Yes, if you remember the Kingdom of Meroe. Yeah, they yeah, better, they better go back yeah, to that. Yeah, that, that was them. the one with all the badass women killing people. Yeah, 
right. you really should. Anyway, so okay. yeah, <laughs> uh, the Kingdom of Meroidia period, uh, when they were conquered by Izana of Axum, it led to their downfall and whatever. The Meroitic script got, got lost in there and now we don't know how to translate it. Not ah, yet, anyway. Speaking of Axum. Yes. There's another one I think you keep mentioning every time we have Axum in an episode. Right, yes. Uh, Gears. Uh-huh. That's the, the Gears writing script. Yeah. Well, the writing script is not called Gears. Gears is a language that predates um, the modern languages in northern Ethiopia. But mm. um, Gears, the Gears script is what it's typically called. Mm. And then we have my personal favorite, the Incibidi Incibidi. Okay. Yes. Now, from this point, we are going into a ter- the territory of um, not writing script. Okay. This, there, this is the reason why um, I named the episode um, African Scripts. African Scripts. Yes. Okay. Not African writing scripts. Mm. Because in CBD and its colleagues I'm about to mention, like the Adinkra and Lusona, they are all... Um, ideographic scripts now ideographic scripts are they're sort of related to writing script but they're not exactly writing script you don't write syllables and you don't write exact symbols that mean words however Mm. the symbols send a message Mm. okay they pass a point on they are a means of communication or a means of proclamation but they are not actual writing scripts of course some people seem to classify in cbd as a writing script but you there is just not enough you you can't um mm. classifying cbd as a writing script so um if anyone is coming after me for not classifying cbd as a writing script um i'm going to give you this simple challenge um please write hi my name <laughs> is brian and i am not a german in in cbd writing script there we go okay so, <laughs> yeah let's proceed um let's... okay so are we going uh, right. are, now, are we going then, to tackle all of these like one by one? No, 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 we are not. We are not. We, we will tackle we won't tackle all of them. For this episode, of course, we can't do all of them. We'd only do three guys. We're okay. going to talk about the GS script. We're also going to talk about the NCBD script. And mm. we'll talk about the Tifanach script. So okay. see, I balanced it this time. I took one from Northern Africa, one from Western Africa, one from Eastern Africa. Um nothing in the south, I okay. guess. Yeah, shit. I didn't think about that, but okay, yeah, it's fine. Lusona is southern. The Lusona is southern. I didn't. I didn't. I did, I'm sorry. We apologize. Guys. We will go on. It's his fault. <laughs> anyway, thanks okay. for accepting that, Ofori. <laughs> Accountability is good. Um, uh, moving on. Mm, then mm. we have a bunch of um, writing scripts in Africa that were developed after the Western. Influence. influence or mm. yes not just the western influence but um arabic influence oh and okay. um, yeah there are lots there mm. are a lot and like um there is the bamum script from cameroon there is the vice script from western africa for the Mandi languages that's in mali's um mali mali and its neighbors of senegal the likes there is nko um which is mm. also a Mandi script then there is osmania which is Somali, and then there is um, there are a lot, but there is one interesting one that has a direct outside influence: the Ajami script. Ajami. Um, used in used in wide widely in parts of Africa, but it's essentially the Arabic script that has been adopted for African languages. Oh wow! So 
in yes so hausa sometimes the hausa certain hausa scholars mm. would write in hausa but they would write in hausa with an arabic script and everything oh i see so that's yes that's called the ajami and um so it's it's arabic but then you have certain additions to 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 take care of certain sounds that are not in arabic mm. and whatnot mm. yeah mm. but yeah that that's what the ajami script is um right of course there are also let me just give a couple honorable mentions because i think they're dope oh so i'm just going to mention two more there is the um the dugon the dugon pictographs and the bambara pictographs mm. which are also scripts technically but they're just not writing scripts so mm. and they are not ideographs yeah. they're pictographs, they're pictographs. Mm. anyway as we as we mentioned in the last um season we started to include references for our stuff so you can read more excuse me if you wanted to the reason mm-hmm. is the is is it that we have fewer writing scripts because we had a more like oral based way of like recording stuff because I, I mean when when you look at when you look at the way the um, stories are told in a lot of african african traditions it has a lot of things to do with performance yeah including the religious rights and things like that yeah mm-hmm. so it has this performance side of things that simply writing does not carry the message it won't capture you know? it as well yeah yeah it won't capture it as well so the performance has to come with it yeah so i think that's part of the reason why there was not in many communities many civilizations in africa there was not that urge or that um realization for the need of writing developing writing hey hmm. yeah that vision. may i mention though that it's a lot harder to like have to remember everything consistently and keep doing it and pass it down write it down like generation yeah that's actually a lot harder and that's like that cumulative that's cumulative information yeah. too that's wild okay <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, let's go on. Okay, so let's 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 mm-hmm. jump into one of one of the first scripts. I think we start with. Yeah. Am I allowed to pick? Yeah, sure. Why not? I've mm. already mentioned the three we are doing. So okay. as long as you don't pick outside of that, we're good. Okay, okay. Then let's start with GS. <laughs> All right, the GS script. Yeah. Uh, the GS is. Well, no, the the NCBD is my favorite, but I also like the actually I like all of them. So. Yeah, that's I want anyway. to end you on so, NCBD because you mentioned it's your favorite. So, oh right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the the Gears script was um, developed sometime around the 400 BC, mm. and uh, although there are still some contentions about how exactly it was developed, uh, generally, sorry. A generally accepted <laughs> theory is that it was derived from the ancient Sabaean script, which is Sabaean. Anyway, let's get into that moment. So this is mm. a Gaia script, right? Mm. Um, right. So for those of you who do like Ofori, do not remember the term Sabaean. Um, it's, ref- it's a reference to the land of Saba, mm-hmm. which is in modern day Yemen. Mm. Now, if you remember the Axum episode when we're speaking about the origin of the Axumite Empire, we talked about some people from Africa mixing with some people from uh, southern Yemen and, you know, cultures intermixing and whatnot. And then, boom, there is a pre-Axumite 
um, culture and civilization and boom they maximize civilization these ancient people in the horn of africa these ancient people in the southern yemen emerged out of them emerged the gears language which you know led to the gears writing system which was inspired by the sabaean scripts Script. because across the if you're not familiar with the map of africa here it is, here it is. <laughs> Mm. And um, you would see that um, Yemen is quite close to this other, um, the Horn of Africa. Mm. Yes. So um, exchanging of ideas is not is to be expected, right? So that was what led to the development of the Gaea script. It was inspired by the Sabaean script, right? Okay. So you can see some similarities between the older form of Gaea and the older form of Sabaean so, uh, script. I see. Yes. I see. So, so um uh-huh. and you would th- oh no ask ask uh no so let's so because I, I remember in the axumite empire right there was this, there were these monoliths where they recorded what was it called is it the negus negast or something um yeah no first of all the the negus negus negast was not recorded on one of the 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 obelisks yeah. Right. If you remember the Exumite episode, if you haven't, go watch. Sorry, listen to it. Go listen. Go or maybe listen. watch if we put a video up for that. But yeah, they had the, the Exumite Empire had giant obelisks, which mm-hmm. is what he's referring to. Um, however, the the Negus Negast was uh, was the Negus Negast was was the title of the King of Kings. Oh, the King of Kings. Yeah. What you're thinking of? What you're thinking of is the Kebra Negast. Oh, the Kebra. Yes, it's Kebra the Book Negast. of Kings. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. The Book of Kings. That was different. That was an actual book. Okay. But um, yes, on on their on their on their obelisks, so they did write. Okay. So, so it, what so it what write on it? So did they use gears for that? Yeah, they use gears for that. Ah. So the oldest, yeah. So one of the, actually, I think I I think I can say with some certainty that the oldest writing in Sub-Saharan Africa is in Ethiopia, on what is called the Halwuti. Sorry, it's in Eritrea. On what is called the Halwuti Obelisk mm. in modern-day Matara, Eritrea. Yes, it has, if not the oldest, then one of the oldest um, writings of gears that is still existing today. Wow, that's amazing. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, and although I did mention that the gears was likely um, uh, as a result of cultural exchange between the indigenous Horn of Africans and the people they intermixed with, Sab- it's also very. Yes, if you were to ask the Orthodox um, Orthodox Ethiopian tradition, mm-hmm. which is there, they are sort of like the keepers of the Gaea script. Even though Gaea is a dead language, technically speaking, like Latin, mm-hmm. it's the liturgical language of the Ethiopian Orthodox Church. So, mm. yes, um, they still preserve the script and the the what you call it the the language, okay. right? And according to their tradition, it came to Enoch. The biblical Enoch through a dream who gave it to them. Right? That's a, the dude that did not die. Enos. Yeah, that's a dude that didn't die in the Bible. That was um, you know, flown away. Wow. To heaven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So okay. just a few quick things about this one because yeah, time bound. Um, so the Gears is also written from right to sorry, it's written from left to right, kind of like the way we write English. Okay. Unlike other Semitic writing scripts. You see, Hebrew is written from right to left. Um, Arabic is written from right to left. But mm. the is written from left to right, even though they are all Semitic languages. 
Okay. Uh, if you're confused about what I mean by Semitic languages, there are a bunch of languages that are related in the Afroasiatic way. I'm confusing you probably as well. So yes. Not that they are related <laughs> languages, but Gears is like the old one now because it was written from right to left. Right. Okay. Left to right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Don't anyway, be confused. So the <laughs> another thing about the Gears language, though, it used to be an abjad, which is kind of like um, is like writing without consonants. Without was, consonants. Uh, wow. Sorry, without without vowels. Vowels, okay. Without vowels. Yes, which was very common for the Middle Eastern and uh, African writing systems that developed. Like they didn't like vowels. They the vowels were inferred from what you're writing. Mm. Um, so Arabic is still that way. Hebrew is still that way. However, Gears is not still that way because. Well, okay, actually, actually, modern day modern Hebrew is not that way either. I take it back. Please don't attack me. But um. <laughs> Modern day um, gears is not that way because around the 300s AD there was a, a you know there was an effort a drive to change the way the gears language was written so that uh. included vowels and it became an abugida which is kind of like a together script like B A okay G A kind of thing yes hmm. so anyway like i mentioned before the gears language is to the ethiopian orthodox church what latin is to the roman catholic church mm. right yeah so think of it this way right if harry potter was written by an ethiopian and not by a british person mm-hmm. uh, spells would not have been in latin they would have been in uh gears so instead see. of something like avada kedavra mm-hmm. i don't know what it have said because i don't know the gears <laughs> Bruh. I but, thought you were actually then, going to. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to. Then I remembered. Oh crap! I don't. I don't know anything in gears. Okay. Damn. Wow. Uh, way to set me up and disappoint <laughs> okay. me. I die. Okay, but yeah, let's go. Yeah, ahead. yeah. Well, sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, so um, one one unfortunate thing about the gears script is that it was widely used to write other Ethiopian languages aside the Semitic ones. So aside. So, so when Gears died out, it was replaced by a bunch of other languages, and some other languages also related to it. Hmm. Examples are um, Amharic, Tigrinya. Oof. Ah, because in the third one in my mind. But the point is, these languages were used. Where Gears was used to write these languages. Okay. And um, other Ethiopian languages as well. Hmm. But in the modern era, uh, some Ethiopians who are not Semitic-speaking people switched to use their latin scripts to write their languages mm. and not their gear script uh because they were essentially trying to give a middle finger to the ruling class i see so, mm. okay yes <clears throat> anyway yeah, i think we spent a lot of time on gears that's enough let's for gears <laughs> let's go on to yeah, the yeah, yeah. second one which is the tiffin i don't know if yes, i get that Tifinach. okay tiffinah Yes. Yeah, it's like a nach. Tifinach. Mm, mm, so, mm. Tifinach, or new Tifinach, some some places they, they call it new Tifinach, because mm. the new Tifinach is kind of slightly different from the original Tifinach. The old tif- it's a complicated story. Okay. Tifinach, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm going to be like rapping through over here. I hope you don't mind. Hi. Um, <clears throat> so, this is an example of the Tifinach script. Okay. Mm. Now, the Tifinach script has an older version which looks also something like this Mm. now um like i mentioned before it's mainly in northern africa 
west of Egypt. Okay, so it's one of three official scripts used in Morocco, along with the Latin script and the Arabic script. Now, it's uh, it's the resurrected. The reason why I add a new, if you're if you're an English speaker, of course, it comes to mind with new. So the reason why I add the new Tifinagh and not just Tifinagh is because new Tifinagh or the modern day Tifinagh is a resurrected version of the ancient script called Tifinagh, which emerged in. We have no clue. Oh wow. Okay. This is the worst part about the Tifinagh studying it. So there are different theories about Tifinagh. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them because of time. So I am just going to go through the one that I subscribe to, mm. of course. So there are three theories for the origin of the Tifinagh script, right? One of them is that the ancient one, of course. I'm talking about the ancient script, not the modern day one. Okay. The ancient script. One of them is that it's an offshoot of the writing system used by the Phoenicians. For those of you who don't know, the Phoenicians were a bunch of Semitic people and one of the first examples of why are you in Africa? They left their homeland around modern-day Lebanon, came to Tunisia, conquered the place, formed the empire, the kingdom went later, the empire of Carthage, mm. uh, and then they lost to the Romans a bunch of times and were wiped off the face of the earth. But the Phoenicians were quite an advanced people and they also had their own writing system. So one of the theories is that Tifinagh was emerged, emerged from a version of the Punic writing system. Mm. Right. Well, I said I was only going to talk about the one I believed in. Yes. Yeah, Let's continue. <laughs> anyway, there's another theory that says that Tifinagh was um, inspired by um, just the Amazigh traditional symbols and pictographs, right? Okay. And then there's another there's another one the one which i subscribe to is that the tifinagh was inspired by the phoenician alphabet however it was created on the basis of local um indigenous amazigh symbols and graphics mm. uh you see because the the way the way tifinagh is written is is kind of is is, is a, it's in a distinct style mm. that is mainly found in just you know northern africa Based on their 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 ancient you know writing systems and uh, artistry, sorry, not writing system, artists, uh, arts, uh, arts and uh, sculpts and sculptures and the likes, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's that's why I think I think it was more like oh they saw the way these people write and stuff and they inspired them to use their own things their their own tradition to write their their own stuff and they developed their own writing system out of it. Ah. There is of course. Um, Yes, um, there are other theories as well, but this this is the one I'm going to go. This is the one you go now. with. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, this is the one I'm going to go with. Mm. Tiffinac script would die out. The the original Tiffinac script. Yes, yeah. it would it would die out. Yeah. Do do we know and, around what um, time it did? <laughs> oh, it just even died before out. what we currently call the Tiffinac script, right? There was this thing called the Libgo Berber script, which was kind of like the precursor to the Tiffinac script, right? Wow. And there's a lot of there's a lot of like okay. conflicting information on how it emerged. They even refer to it at, with different names. So I'm not going to get into all of that because we don't have time to go into all of that. Maybe but we the point use is, maybe we use another time for that or <laughs> get into yeah, that later. Yeah. So the point is whether we're talking about the Libko Berber script or the ancient Tifinac script or whatever form of the name you want to use it, around the eighth century AD, it declined in use mm. rapidly. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because of a certain script called the Arabic script and a certain language called the Arabic language because I of a see. certain thing called the Arab, Arab conquest of North Africa. Hey. 
that's very sarcastic yes. but so, let's go um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure they can tell um, but anyway that that was what led to the dying out of that was what led to tiffinach dying out okay. however however <laughs> the strangest thing happened tiffinach was supposed to die out but there are these group of people called the tuaregs or Ooh. as they call themselves the kel tamashek okay the speakers of tamashek isn't mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. um yes they like the desert they're like the southernmost berbers they there are so many of them even in west africa there are some even in ghana yeah their native land goes all the way to burkina faso that's that's really far like from algeria to burkina faso that's really far mm-hmm. <clears throat> but anyway so yes the kel tamate Tamashek or the Tuareg, as the French initially called them, that's why a lot of us called them Tuareg. Yes. Um, they they kept the Tifana writing system. Wow. So unlike the rest of yes, unlike the rest of the Amazigh population, whether the the Chawi um, Amazigh, the Rif uh, the Rifians, mm-hmm. or the Kabyle, whatever Kabyle Kabyle, sorry, someone can show how to pronounce it. Um. Mm. Yeah, they kept it. They kept it. They even though they were influenced by Arabic, they kept their writing system. They held steadfast to it because it, they saw it as a kind of um, heritage, mm. identity thing, mm. and they used it for a lot of their poetry, their proverbs, and you know, um, salutations between those they loved. Mm. You know, and funny enough, we have absolutely no evidence at the moment that the Tuareg actually wrote Tifinagh on paper. All the evidence we have so far is them writing it on rocks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. The guys decided to pull a... Yeah, which is... Decided to pull a Moses or, <laughs> or something. Hey, yeah. they skipped paper and wrote it on rocks. Officially respect, yeah, you yeah, guys. Yeah, exactly. Respect. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> um... Of yeah. course, the Tuaregs will have their own legend for how they got the writing system, but we don't have enough time to go into all of that. Sadly. The point is that the Tuareg, unlike the rest of the Berber um, Amazigh people, largely just held on to their writing, native writing system. And then something happened. If you have not listened to an episode on the Amazigh um, people please do this ep- this part would make a lot more sense but if you remember for not that episode i mentioned that sort of uh amazigh renaissance a kind of movement mm. um because these people had been crushed by the arabs first then they were crushed by the french mm. and spaniards so um there was this whole movement of arab um Amazigh identity kind of thingy when they were in in the late 18th 19th century mid mid to late 19th century when they were being really suppressed by the people who wanted to be more Arab Arab kind of thing yes yes and one of the things the Amazigh used to try to reclaim their their culture was the Tifinagh script oh nice yeah yes so they have this thing called so that was where new tiffin the new tiffinach emerged from mm. so it's based on the tiffinach script but is there are some slight differences here and there right so um the tuareg tiffinach the traditional tuareg tiffinach mm. and the new tiffinach are not exactly the same mm. you would see some differences here and there okay right so the yes, yeah, so the modern Tefinak script was developed by some Amazigh people in Paris, mm. and uh, it's also um, 
Interestingly enough, the new Tifinac script has been adopted as an official script in Morocco. I think Algeria as well. I have to cross nice. the information. I'm not so sure. Cool, cool, and, cool. Um, yeah, the Moroccan government even has a website entirely in Tifinac. Oh. Anyway, yes. So, um, yeah, that's it for the Tifinac script. So let's go. Oh, okay. one funny thing to add. Uh, when Gaddafi was in power, he banned the Tifinac script. Okay, let's not mention his name. Let's just go into NCBD. Let's yeah. let's end on oh, a happy. And note. one last thing to add too. <laughs> uh-huh. One last thing to add to. Uh, sorry, it's not a happy note. But the the new Tifinac script is not in widespread use. Even though there are people who know how to read and write it, it's not in widespread use because a lot of the Amazigh write their language with the Latin script. So mm. there we go. Okay. Anyway, yes. At least it exists. Um, Let's go on. Yeah, it exists. Mm. May I just mention we are way past our time? Yeah. Everybody knew this would happen. We, we've always promised and gone past <laughs> it. <laughs> it's not fun. I think, I think we should have split this episode. It's way too much information. Yes. I think anyway. we should have split it. But let's go on. Yeah. So the last one, of course, in CBD. Yo. Mm. Uh, probably should ask a Nigerian how they pronounce it. They might have different accents. Maybe in CBD. Mm-hmm. In CBD. In CBD. I don't know which one it is. Could be something else. Could be none of the things I mentioned. Anyway, so the insibidi mm-hmm. is uh, is a series of ideograph and pictographic symbols. We have over a thousand of them. There are so so many, mm. right? But like I mentioned before, it's not unlike Gears and Tifinagh. It's not a writing script. Example. You can't. You see. can't write in CBD. It's not a writing script in, in CBD. Ah, okay. Yes. You can't have a website entirely in, in, in CBD. CBD. Mm. Get it? Mm. Good. So, um, there are varying dates. So many different dates for when the language first. Sorry, the writing system first, first emerged. emerged. Okay. But I the, was going to ask. Yeah, the <laughs> earliest I've seen. Uh-huh. The earliest I've seen though is the around the fifth century AD. Fifth century. That's the earliest theory I've seen. Yeah, that's the earliest evidence I've seen for it so far. It could be older. Wait, and uh, which people? Like, I'm glad you asked. Uh-huh. So, of course, there were different things I was seeing as well. I was seeing some people attributing it to the Igbo. I'm like, no, it's not the Igbo because I've seen another people. I saw the Efik people as well. I saw the Ekoi people. Uh-huh. Oh, um, the Efik, Igbo, and um, Ekoi are ethnic groups in modern-day Nigeria. Um, the Ekoi people also exist in Cameroon, I believe. Mm. But um, so far... And I have a direct reference for this in case anyone wants to attack me. Okay. Um, the if the um, the most credible information I have attributed the origin of the um, in CBD scripts to the Ijagam people. I might be butchering the name. I never met one of you, and I don't know how it's pronounced. I'm Nigerian. <laughs> I probably should have asked someone though. But um, it's. It's the Ejagam people okay. of um, Nigeria and Cameroon. Hmm. Um, they are the ones who created the script. Oh, nice. Okay. Right. According to the uh, the most credible source you found. Yes, on that matter. Wait, but does that mean the, the other people you mentioned also use it? Yeah, they also use it. They, they, they also use it. Even ah. though it wasn't... They, they didn't, yeah, it didn't originate with them, but they also use it. Oh, okay. Of course, yeah. Hmm. I understand why. So, this, is, so yeah. this area, yeah, this whole thing I'm talking about is southeastern 
Nigeria. Okay. That's that's like the heartland of the NCBD. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, so, so describe it. Wait, I'm pretty sure we would have like some pop ups, but like. Oh, right. Pictures, pictures, pictures. <laughs> but like descriptions so pictures. For, for people who are just listening to the audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so the script is funny. Um, some of them look really cool, mm-hmm. some of them look really weird. Okay. And there are a lot of them, like a lot, a lot of them. Mm. Um, there are decorative signs inside. There are dark signs inside. Ooh. There are stuff representing danger, extremity, and uh, <clears throat> mm. lots of stuff representing sex. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Funny story. Um, so when I was researching for the NCBD, right, one of the things I came across was uh, a white guy. Back huh? in, I think, the 19, early 1900s. No, he first came across in CBD. Okay. Uh, right. He was like a missionary teacher, missionary school teacher. Mm. And he came across the CBD uh, writing system and he wanted to know more about it. So he kept asking people for examples. And <laughs> for some reason, most of the ones that he was being given were ones related to love affairs. Oh, and, I see. Yeah. So... I think another writer at some point speculated that they might have been messing with a guy <laughs> by giving him specific ones <laughs> related to secret affairs. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. there okay. are a lot. There are a lot of the CBD symbols, <laughs> and um, there is one thing about the symbols though, and it's that there are a lot of symbols that are very secretive, mm. right? And when I say that. I mean, this, you know, there are secret societies in Africa. Fori has done some episodes on that. Mm-hmm. Go listen to them. And um, the CBD script is used by some of these secret societies in Nigeria. Mm. One of the most prominent being the Ekpe Leopard Society. Oh, the Leopard right? Society. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. There's a particular Nigerian one called the Ekpe Leopard Society. And they have their own set of CBD symbols that you wouldn't understand if you're not part of the group. They wouldn't tell you. They wouldn't explain it to you. Mm. And in CBD, because of that, because of that, in CBD has, in, in modern day today, right, it has come to have an association with um, like a demonic stuff. Oh, like occultism. <laughs> occultism. That's a better word to use. Mm. Occultism. Mm. Yes. And you can understand why that would be the case mm. because of obvious reasons. Yeah. Yes. Um, I remember I remember I read a particular author. She grew up in the UK. I don't remember her name, but she wrote a book, um, Akata Witch or something like that. And in the when she was explaining her, her inspiration for the symbols she used in the book, she mentioned in CBD. Oh, and she wow. mentioned how when she brought it up, her mom reacted in a particular manner, you know? That- and that actually even made her curious about it. So she went to research more about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> please drop her name in the comments. I've forgotten her name for some reason. I read that a long time ago, so it's not my fault. Mm. But anyway, um, yeah. So so it does have this um, association with spiritualism and occultism in modern day Nigeria, of, of course. But um, of course, there's also just regular NCBD symbols that exist they are just they are cloths they are their walls they are that designed with cbd symbols in southeastern nigeria doors mm. dresses designed with them and the lights uh, it's kind of like how we treat the adinkra in, in ghana, ghana. Nice. but even more because adinkra is just like they're just 
compared to in CBD, in Christ, like a baby, like in so few. Tiny. In CBD is like thousands. I yeah. see. Yeah, like yeah, thousands. Shoot the pictures again, like so many thousands. <laughs> but um, anyway, yeah, there, there's just so there are so many of them, and um, yeah. another thing to note, like mm-hmm. so one 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 thing is um, you could write an CBD script. So you could write um, an CBD symbol yes. and send a mess. Use it to send a message to someone. Oh. Like um, I remember, yeah, I remember reading one, and it was like a guy. A guy went home, and he saw it on his wall or something, and it meant something along the lines of he owed someone, and so the person was coming for it. If not, they'll do something to him. Ooh. I don't quite remember. One symbol, and it was like. <laughs> Yeah, you get all that from the symbol. <laughs> no, no, I think well, it's it's like one symbol, but the symbol has the symbols can involve different things. Ah, you know? okay. So it can be, yeah, it can have like two human figures and like a bed inside there. Ish, kind of thing. Okay. So the they are used by the people the people you mentioned. Is it, is it used? Are any of these symbols used anywhere else? Like, is it used outside of? Because I know a lot of people were taken from over there to like other continents during the I shall not mention the era, but it does that mean <laughs> I'm wondering did it influence any of the other stuff like happening out there? Like mythology was if there's a lot right. of mythological yeah, influence, yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously, because of the 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 the, the action that shall not be mentioned that mm-hmm. resulted in some can some. West Africans going to the Americas. Yes. Um, in CBD traveled. Oh, yeah. That's what right? I'm wondering. So, so it did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. So, 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 according to some scholars, they they believe that um, there's this there's this um, uh, ideograph system in Haiti called the Vive or Vive. I think it's Vive. They believe that it's descended from um, Haiti. Wow. There's also belief that there's other one in modern in Cuba. Called the Anaforuana huh? is also from Anna A N A F O R U A N A. Okay, Anna. So that one in Cuba and okay. the Vive from Haiti are believed to be by some scholars to be descended from, from the Incivility script. Mm. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um. So to describe, for example, um. Okay, so there is a symbol for a man who is on his own and has no friends. For some reason, why? why? It's like a human figure. Uh-huh. I I don't know why. What the, I don't know what he did to them. So it's like a human figure. So like a stick figure kind of thing. So uh-huh. you have the head, then you have the body, then you have the arms. Yeah. Uh-huh. But then instead of the legs, you have like another set of arms. But then one arm is the other arm is kind of like a, a a claw kind of thing. Like like a you know it's curved. The hand is like curved. Okay. And then instead of regular feet it's like four tiny things looking like duck legs duck feet wow and that means this guy yeah. is alone without any friends yeah that's that's what it means the ugly duckling okay <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> pretty much that's the that's the insignia for ugly duckling <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Oh, there, there are so there are so many symbols for CBD. Like we could go through so many of them. So, uh, oh, there's one for toilet soap. 
Wait, there's one for specifically one for toilet soup. Specifically for toilet soup. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we should have done this video like a whole different have, episode on it. Too, cause yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask you to it's do dope. it later. Let's just pick yeah, it's we, a we video do and do it. We'll do that later. <laughs> yeah. Because there's, there's a lot. Oh, see, there's also cool ones. There is, um, you know, there's one for a heart with true love. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like it's like two lines, and then um, on there is like an arc on one side of the two lines, and an arc on the other side of the two lines, and they both have like a thingies on the end of them. And mm. uh, of course, there is that represents true love. So there is there is one sorry a heart with true love. So there has to be one that is a heart without true love. Mm. <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing, but in that one, the bottom line is shorter. And it like sticks to the other line. Oh, so, so it's like a one-sided love. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it's a one-sided love. <laughs> ah, man, um, there's 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 so many there's so many <laughs> things inside here. It's, it's really good. Okay, Let's see, married love with pillow, married love with pillows for head and feet, a sign of wealth. A violent quarrel between a husband and a wife is even in there. <laughs> <laughs> There are so many. Um, I'm just going to end here because we are wasting we time. Can't, now yeah, we can't. <laughs> we can't keep this yeah. going. Oh, there's also one for snake, and there's also one for a water snake, and okay. there's one for a very poisonous snake. Okay, can I can I request we just do in CBD as a separate episode later? <laughs> if you want us to do in CBD as a separate episode, give us feedback. I don't know, you send in the comments or send us like a message or something. Please. If we have enough people requesting it, we do that. Um, for now, okay, we're going to end this episode you. over here. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> we have run out of time. We've used way too much time on this stuff. Okay. So anyway, um, before we wrap up, though, before we do leave, I just want to add that the currently the youngest um, African script uh, was created by some uh, guy in Guinea called Yakuba Diakite. Mm. It was created in 2011. Whoa! And that's um, really young. Yeah. But so far, he's the only known person to use it. Okay. So, so if he dies, it dies with him. <laughs> it dies with him pretty much. <laughs> a lot of the African scripts that, that came after, um, what do you call him? The white man. Uh, they don't really have widespread use except for a few people. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway, that, that's it. That's it. That's it for today's episode on African of Africans Untold Stories. Um, thank you once again for joining us. Mm. Um, really, this is the first time we're doing something like this. So all kinds of feedback are welcome, um, no matter the channel you use. So mm. yeah, please get back to us. And um, um, so peace. Cool.